We've been looking at Genesis chapter 4, the story of Cain and Abel, uh, looking at what makes for an acceptable sacrifice to God, uh, and noted yesterday that that um, Cain's offering, grain offering, uh, crop offering was not accepted. Abel's was, said there's different ideas about what's going on. One idea is that it was the wrong kind of offering. Uh, it wasn't an, an offering, wasn't the shedding of blood, and without the shedding of blood, there could be no forgiveness. The other argument is that it wasn't the best that Cain had. Uh, he brought some of his crops, and Abel brought the, the fat portions of the firstborn, so it suggested that um, there's, a, there's a different attitude. And that leads to the third, and that's just, just this suggestion that um, it, it's, it is... Cain has a, Cain's heart is already in trouble. And Cain is trying to stand before God and negotiate or, or pay his way. And that Abel is, is on the other side of, of that divide. He understands everything is God's and that we are, we are reconciled to God, uh, by grace through faith. And, and he probably, you know, he's, he is coming in humility. He is coming in honor. And Cain is coming more with a, with a self-righteousness, which of course is not ultimately uh, a satisfactory offering before God. So Abel comes in humility and faith, thanking God for what God is doing. And Cain comes with this idea of trying to pay his way forward, uh, to placate God, um, to stand before God in his own merit. And he makes a mess of things. And that's what we read. Verse 6. The Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? Cain's angry because his offering hasn't been accepted. Why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? And remember, God never asks a question because he needs information. He's asking a question to help us or to help someone think through and to sort of recognize what's going on. Uh, He's starting a conversation. Why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? So, Look, there's an opportunity here for you to fix this. There's an opportunity for you to move in the right direction. But, and then here's the warning. If you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It's desire to have you. You must master it. What a profound, ominous, minor key kind of uh, uh, music statement. Sin is crouching at your door. The, the, the verb here, crouching, is also used of like leopards and cougars. It's suggesting uh, dark, malevolent forces that are trying to hide, make themselves appear smaller than they really are, but are just waiting uh, for an opportunity to pounce and do their damage. So they're saying, don't look at us. Don't look at me, right? Um, I'm not even here but it knows that it represents uh, death and destruction. So God warns Cain. Cain is proud, doesn't listen, doesn't follow. He's mad. He wants revenge. And so sin springs. Verse 8. Now Cain said to his brother Abel, let's go out to the field. And while they're in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. Cain killed Abel because Abel was not able to defend himself or did not defend himself. Um, sing, sin springs. Come with me, uh, Cain says, and then he kills Abel. It's not an accident. It's uh, first-degree murder. 
not manslaughter. This is what he intended to do. Sin one. And there are some things that we can uh, quickly devise from this. The starters would be, it's, it's not wise to talk about small sin because sin grows. Sin is broken good. It never ultimately satisfies. You always need more and more in order to get the same hit. Uh, and so eventually it's taking everything and giving back nothing. And so it's always leading us down a path uh, that is going to be uh, all-consuming. So I would also suggest that there's a sense in which God is playing the role that friends can play. If we have wise, thoughtful friends, they can see things in our, in our life, in our heart, in our path, that we may not be able to see ourselves and, uh, and stop us from heading down a path. And remember, once you head down a path, it's so much harder to turn around. Once you head down a path, once you cross a line, it's 10 times easier to cross that line again. Sin uh, leaves a mark on our soul. It twists our heart. It makes us harder, more callous, less able to hear the still small voice of God. So it's always better to stop sin as quickly as we can. Much here. We'll continue. Have a good day.